This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, let's get it. Welcome. Another edition of the tailgate begins now. It is as hot as my partner today outside. That's 110 degrees, so if you're ranking on a scale of 1 to 10, he gets some extra credit. Zach Albaverde sitting in for uh, for duels today, who is gracing the people of Jacksonville at a Gator Club tonight I'm with actually, uh, his voice. I'm actually in Dooley's Twitter account right now. Oh, we could mess around we a could. big time. But I'm going to log out because I'm not looking at that. Man, that, uh, I don't understand why I have a big stain on the back of my pants. <laughs> Tweet it out. <laughs> well, you know there was the... Well, he got hacked last week, apparently. He did? Yeah. Well, there's a whole other alter, alternate ego Twitter account of him out there. Yeah, the fake Pat dude. Yeah. So, but I mean, hey, I'm happy to be here. Yes, we're happy to have you. Happy to be, like, it's here. I Couple can feel weeks. it. I mean, it's already... I mean, the, I don't think I've ever enjoyed NFL preseason as much as I have. Really? This week. I, and I don't know if it's just... There's so many intriguing guys that there was to tune in that first week. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. And I was explaining to somebody today, it's a different excitement for this football season than it was last year. Sure. For me. Because I felt like last year it was just like a relief. You were just hoping for any kind of football. Didn't really know what to expect because of all the like craziness of the off season and no spring. You just wanted games to be played, right? Yep. I feel like going into this season, you've you've had a little bit more of a build up, and there's, you, you, it's more of a sure thing that the season's going to happen. So you can get a little bit more excited, I guess, about the actual football aspect of it. And um, I don't know, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. I, 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 I'm excited to see what this Florida team does because the one thing that I've said a couple times is, I don't agree with this the characterization of them as a young team i think they yeah, have a young roster yeah but they've got guys that have been around the block like they're starting 22 they're not young right at all mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see what's going to happen and and i've talked about this quite a bit and i i don't know if you believe the same thing but i've seen it now in other sports i saw it in basketball last year with with colin castleton i've seen it several times with dan mullen staff and Grenard and Jefferson, like guys that have transferred into the program, like there's almost like an extra little chip there because they don't want to now go to another program and yeah. and not make it work again. And and I think they, they know what they're doing. They're going to come in here with, with a certain kind of attitude and understand that it's either get better and get to the next level or, I mean, you might be selling cars or something yeah. I mean, someday. They've added five new transfers to this defense. Mm-hmm. Like they've all been come in at different yeah, times, so it's hard to like when you think about it. But like, 
and five potentially and should be immediate impact guys. Yeah. Both of the grad transfers at defensive tackle. Yeah, easily will play a bunch. Definitely Elijah Blades, yeah. although probably won't start game one, mm-hmm. but will probably could be a starter by the time the season is over or midway through. And then obviously you look at a guy like Dewan Black and Perkins, yeah. the two trans the two teammates from the JUCO ranks, both top five overall JUCO prospects. You gotta think one or both of them is gonna contribute. Mm-hmm. Um and for the staff, like you said, Jeff, for them to decide, okay, we're going to be willing to add these guys. We think that they're going to upgrade us or help us here. They've got a pretty good track record of, of making that call. Yeah, they do. So, and, and you obviously, not not as much now, but you know, just even a few years ago, like you were so into the recruiting stuff and you had to, to do all these freshmen. Um, I, I think the way... And again, you could just say, Jeff, you're an idiot. If it's like, happening with the Gator Nation. Oh! That guy said I was an idiot. <laughs> um, like, to me, I feel that, like, right now, Florida, because you know, we're, they're still getting criticized when you're bringing in recruits. Oh, why don't Florida have a top 10 class? Why aren't they a top five program? Blah, blah, blah. But now they're getting. Well, now they're, they're jumped, they yeah. jumped up to 14. They now. did. So the, the Bowmans and Lingards of the world and certainly some of these impact transfers come in and, and they can change that. But I almost feel like when you're a high school junior or senior and you're coming to campus, you don't have the facility yet. You don't have the oh things on the wall that say I've been in the college football playoff. Like There's not that sexiness sell yet that, that Mullen can necessarily have where other programs can do that. But then I also feel like the ones that say they go to Georgia. And all of a sudden, now they're a part of this program. They were wined and dined. They were offered all these great things and probably paid off and whatever to get them there. But now all of a sudden you get there and you see the coaching staff really isn't that good. And then you start talking to your buddies and it's like, wow, those coaches at Florida actually know what they're doing. Maybe I need to try to get there. Like So I almost feel like that once you become – like you're you're an idiot 17- and 18-year-old – that's just wowed by the aura, the mystique yeah. of something. But then when it starts to become real, and it's like, man, I, I need some good coaching so I can now get to the next level, and they see that's what Mullen and the staff are doing, that's why so many people are now wanting to transfer in and, yeah. and be a part of the program. And I, and I think they appeal to those transfers yeah. way more than they appeal to recruits. Correct. Because they're not impressed by all the glitz and glamour or promises and this and that. Like, yeah. They want results and straight talk which is what they're going to get from this staff. Yeah. And like you said, that track record has been there. Now everybody's using the portal, and it's like sure. the norm of college football. But Mullen and his guys were the first to really, really benefit from it more so than anyone else right away. Like they knew from the moment that it became a thing in NCAA that this is like, in a way, kind of like free agency. Mm-hmm. You know, to where you go in the offseason and try to improve your roster. So they've done that. They've turned away guys. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, between the transfer portal and, and, and recruiting, I think things are, are shaping up pretty well with this roster and how they've built it. Um, you know, we can have a recruiting discussion at some point. But yeah. You know they're they're doing all right. Yeah, they're they got, doing. They, they got some things in the works. I'll well, just say that. And, and everything else seems to be going all right because today, tonight, a couple of things start in Gator Nation. One, the first 
real athletic event. Gator Soccer opens up their season tonight, so the uh, the new era now, the first time that Becky Burley has not coached the women's soccer team. Tony Amato comes in with uh, some good Florida ties. He's been uh, to other programs and has done some really good things, so excited to see that soccer team getting going, and they're playing a, a USF team down there that is uh, actually ranked, so it could be a, a good start to, to that. And I know it's going to be a good start tonight, not because I am there, hosting it, but Gator Talk starts tonight, oh. and the new location is, this is great. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, of course, as it should be, and no Dan Mullen tonight, but the SOS will be there. So, the, next, uh, the next best thing. Yes. So Coach Spurrier will be there. Mary Wise is going to stop by towards the, uh, the back end of it as well, so we'll have some fun tonight, and the unique thing... Spurrier's Restaurant, of course, opened on the 11th, so that was, what, eight, eight days ago. Visors has not opened up yet, the rooftop bar. They're going to open that up in early September. But if you come to see Gator Talk, we are going to do it at Visors. So you could technically be one of the first people ever to be a part of Visor's rooftop bar. So if that's any incentive yourself, I'll, I'll hype this up for the next couple of hours. I'd love to see a ton of people there tonight and you know, certainly an opportunity to, to see Coach Spurrier. He'll be there and you can check out the museum, which has gotten rave reviews already. And you know, have you been over there yet at all? I have not. I need, so, I need to get my butt over there. And the, the cool part about the museum, this is for everybody listening, you know, it's it's a shrine to Spurrier, of course, as it should be. But what's happening is all of his other former players want it to be special as well. So, like, Warfel has put his Heisman in there. And Chris Doring has put yeah. his well, Bolitnikoff in there. Well, the best thing is Spurs lying about, yeah, we're the only restaurant in the country that's got two high Or the world, he said. The world. Only yeah. restaurant in the world that's got two Heismans yeah. in it. So you got that. You know, Judd Davis put his Lou Groza in there. And, you know, just all these guys are now giving their trophies yes. to, to Spurrier's restaurant to make it, it, it really special. So come see it tonight, and you can oh, certainly man. see Coach Spurrier as well and have a good time. The tailgate chili? Mm-hmm. That looks fantastic. So the most popular item so far in the first week, scroll through there and see if you can guess what it is. Mm. It's been the, the most popular menu item. The I kill your catch of the day? Food. That's one of the top two. That is second. That's the mahi is the catch of the day. Spurrier's bacon cheeseburger. Oh. Yeah, that's not it, though. The Johnson City tomato grilled cheese sandwich. That right sounds fantastic. In Johnson City. Um, I don't know, man. What do you, th- what, what am I, uh, what am I looking for here? Is, is there, is there a, it's gotta be a catchy nickname. Ah, I see. I see where you're going. Oh, look at the sides. Spurrier's house fries. The tomahawk pork chop. Have you, How many items have you had from this menu? I've had about four or five already. Okay. So it's good stuff. Um, but yeah, get 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 there tonight if you uh, if you have the opportunity. Seven to eight, Coach Spurrier will be there. We'll have a lot of fun and get the athletic season going. We'll do the same thing here on the show. Congrats to the uh, the Rays, another victory. You know, it's for for those that don't know, Zach and I play a lot of one on one basketball, kind of behind the scenes. So Zach's record against me is the same losing streak that the Orioles have. 
15 in a row the Orioles have lost. Mm. Same amount that I've whooped up on Zach on one-on-one. In your dreams. Yeah, in my dreams. You may have got me in real life, but in my dreams, that's what it is. The Emery and Henry Seafood Pasta. Pretty good, man. Lots love, of good love stuff. Love the names. On there. My, right, dad, we'll, my dad would definitely get the black and red fish. Yeah. It's easy. I mean, world-class chef is there. There's, uh, And they've even, they've even got two new beers that are spurrier beers. And one of the beers, guess what it's called? 5220. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> That's fantastic. So you can order that tonight there at uh, Advisors Rooftop Bar. We'll take a break. We'll open up the phone lines for you, 392-8255. Come have some fun with us here on the tailgate. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Gator Nation, I've got a cool announcement for you. This is Jamil from the Mealy Pop Shop here in Gainesville, and I've been working on something very special for our state, the great state of Florida. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd to the 5th, we are hosting Collectors Con. It's going to be a very special convention for all types of collectors. We're going to have sports cards, sports memorabilia, comic books, Pokemon cards, Funko Pops, as well as many autograph signers. These include Wander Franco, you know, from the Tampa Bay Rays. It's actually going to be his first official public signing, as well as Antonio Brown from the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Bucks. Visit our website, www.collectors-con.com, for ticket information. Follow us on Instagram as well, at collectors underscore con. You can also win tickets for this event on the tailgate, so listen to Jeff and Pat over the next couple weeks. Don't forget the dates. Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through 5th at the Tampa Bay Convention Center, Collectors Con 2021. There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly May dusts, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly Maid is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. This is an audio demo of the new Sonic app. Just look at that menu. Here are some of the Sonic classics clearly. I'll customize my tots by adding those. Gotta get the ocean water. What is that color? An ocean blue? See that? Drinks and slushes are always half price in the app. And this is how you do the contactless payment. Will you look at that? I guess you can't. But you can when you order in the Sonic app. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. See app for details. Mobile ordering available at select locations. Melden Law, the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, is proud to sponsor the Ocala Food and Wine Fest on Saturday, August 21st at the World Equestrian Center. OcalaFoodandWineFest.com. VIP tickets are 100 per person. General admission, 75 to learn more, go to OcalaFoodAndWineFest.com. Melvin Law, proud to support our community with offices in Ocala and Gainesville. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! Hike! The Gators, FAU. Kickoff is less than three weeks away. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. He's going to score! He's going to score! It's a touchdown! How much? The home of the Florida Gators. 
The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Florida Gators head coach Dan Mullen, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. All right, phone lines are now officially open, 392-8255. So cool news about Spurriers, and we're going to say this each hour because I've got some uh, some cool news as well. You know, Duels is, he, he has secretly, like behind the scenes, always kind of made fun of my me talking about fantasy football. But he wants to play fantasy football really badly. Mm-hmm. So thanks to... The Sleep Center Superstores of Gainesville, Dooley, myself, you can get in if you want, and then we're going to have either 10 or 12 listeners be able to get into a year-long fantasy football contest brought to you here by the tailgate and the Sleep Center Superstores of Gainesville, and then the winner at the end is going to get a $2,000 gift card to get any mattress that they want. Dang. In the, so you can get one of those little uh, thingies that goes up and down and massages you and rubs your midsection, all that stuff. It'll get you going. But so that'll be uh, that'll be a lot of fun. We'll give you some of that uh, information as we uh, we make the team, and we'll of course get uh, all the great listeners into doing get that. You, I want to get your reaction, okay, to this right here, because all that happened was this photo getting dropped on Twitter, and that's all it takes for Florida fans to get mad. What do you see, Jeffrey? Of course, obviously front and center is Florida's quarterback. A still, still hasn't officially been named the starter, but it's yeah. just the. But there, right there, in front of him is uh, what's going to look like your your offensive starting line. offensive line for 2021, and a new face in there, man in the middle, but one guy that fans were hoping might get pushed out by a younger guy is not happening no he's there i asked john hevesy today where's josh braun at because there was some hope from florida fans or just intrigue that he might be a guy that had cross-trained in the past and could potentially pete compete with the lance at right tackle but hevesy said today that he is really going to be a left guard or right guard was the uh, wording that he used and um and they got Delance there at left tackle for those that have not seen the picture. Or right tackle. Or right tackle. Um and then obviously you got the left side, which has kind of been set since the spring with Garage, Garage at left and, tackle and Ethan White. Yeah. Um and then Kingsley Egwukan. Yeah, Egwukan. Is now you know, by all intents and purposes gonna be your starting center for the Gators uh this season. And, you know, there was some thought that Maybe his emergence there might shift some things around on the right side, and maybe it still could. Um, again, we're just looking at one photo, but I think it's who dropped that UF did. Yes, but I think the expectation's got to be that you're. That's probably what you're going with is is your most experienced lineman, the guys that have been in the program. As much as some Florida fans might not like to hear that, mm-hmm. and then if if you know one of them is not getting the job done, or both of them is not getting the job done. You have some others that should be ready to step up now that have been in the program a couple of years, 
whether that's Tarquin, whether that's uh, Braun, some of the other guys that have been kind of waiting in yeah. the wings. And, and they, they shuffle guys in and out quite a bit. And, and I'm excited about Ethan White. When he was in there and not hurt last year, like I would watch him. You know, sometimes I'd just watch the line and pay attention to him, and I was like, the dude can, can do some stuff. Obviously a big body, can push some people around, although that picture looks like someone's going to sneak in there in between garage and, and him. There's a big old hole right there. <laughs> like, all my boy did, Nick, was just post the picture with these emojis with the eyes. all these Florida fans just getting pissed off. So, I mean, like... I don't know why they're surprised that the six-year senior that came yeah. back that started for last. And I know he's not played the best. Sure, but I mean, there's you know he's going to be their guy at right tackle, folks. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, and and if you're a Florida fan, you should just hope that a full off season, yeah, um, another year in the program, maybe obviously a, a kind of a different type of style on offense and different quarterbacks, maybe he does better. You know, maybe. Uh, this offense going to potentially a more run-oriented attack will play more to his strengths yeah, as a blocker. Those guys like to probably do that better than maybe, pass block. Maybe he struggles uh, in pass protection, or, or simply the struggles that he has there aren't there in the run blocking. He didn't really get to showcase it last year. So yeah. whatever the case may be, there's a reason why he continues to be out there with the first team, and um, we'll see what that unit looks like. But I, I think again. To my point at the start of the show, I mean they're not young. I mean they yeah, junior senior. Yeah. So and, at and, the tackles. Well, and, and Kingsley's a junior. Yeah. He's a junior. So I mean you got all upperclassmen there on your offensive line, and um, you know, really they're not young at any position uh, with this on on starting offense except for Josh Braun would be the only guy, but it doesn't look like he might crack the starting lineup. Yeah. Um, at least at this point in camp. So, and then it's funny you go over to the defensive side because of those transfers that makes up for what would have been some youth on defense because you had no upperclassmen defensive tackles behind Slayton, Campbell, and Dunlap. So with them leaving last season, it would have just been a bunch of young guys like mm-hmm. Dexter if you didn't get those two grad transfers. But with them coming in, and the Zach Carters and Brenton Cox and Chris Bogles. The experience you have at linebacker with Bernie and Miller and even Diabate now is coming into his third year. Yeah. And then the secondary. I mean, really, the only young guy is Rashad Torrance, who Todd Grantham said played the most snaps out of any safety last year that they had. So, you know, and then Jason Marshall now because of Hill's yeah. injury. If Hill wouldn't have got injured, then you would have been even more experienced. Sure. So I, I think that's something to feel good about if you're – a Florida fan going into this year that um, your starting lineup consists of pretty much all upper class. Yeah, you're not relying on any freshman to go put in no. significant. I mean, you just want them time. to contribute at this point mm-hmm. um, and get in the game and give guys breathers. Yeah, because and- defensively, that's what Grantham likes to do. He mm-hmm. likes to run a whole bunch of guys in and out, get them playing time. But I, I mean, th- those names you mentioned right there that go back to the recruiting side. I mean, I remember you've been talking about names like that for years. Like yeah. the the impact of what Bogle would be and Carter yeah. would be and well, and Bogle's really been getting a lot of in camp mm-hmm. because of Cox being limited with yeah. that uh, off season foot surgery. So, um, he looked like an absolute beast in that uh, scrimmage video that they put out. There yeah. was like a shot of him like pre snap, and he's like clipping up his helmet, and he looked like he was a fifth year NFL player. 
It's amazing what Savage does with these guys. It is man. pretty crazy. Like we saw Ethan White today. Dude looks like a freaking, you know, male model or something. He's gone from where he was to now he's all, you know, lean and chiseled. He's got the long hair flowing. You know, I just don't get how he's that big and his mom is so small. It's wild. Like, it's nuts how that stuff works. I mean, he must have. Like, his some... mom could be like a gymnast and he's the. Thor. His dad's side of the family must have had some huge dudes. Yeah. Just, just made it work. And, I mean, and he's he's probably 320 now. 319 listed, 319 on the roster, and reported at 390. 70-pound yeah. weight loss. Pretty good. What were you going to say? No, I – and but, I mean, and there's – I mean, before going into last year, like how much did we talk about Jeremiah Moon, too? Well, he had, like, what, I think, like three sacks or something in the scrimmage. Yeah. Um apparently played really well and i mean he was starting for them every game last year before he got hurt i know so in in the senior bowl uh they were really really high on him as a guy coming out so look i mean there's a lot to like about you know several of the pieces that they have on defense is just can they piece it all together sure you know and, and play with the synergy that we've heard grantham and some of the other coaches and players talk about That's, but don't you think Obviously, last year was COVID, and, and we know the defense was awful. And, I mean, Mullen would tell you that. Grantham would probably tell you that. But Grantham, you look at statistically what he's been able to do everywhere he's been. There's been a lot of top ten defenses. Two of the last three years prior to uh, to 2020, two of the last three years, they, he had a field of the top ten defense. Yeah. At Mississippi State in 2017 and at Florida in 2019. And, you know... 2018, they were ranked like 28th or something nationally. So, like, they were really yeah. up there, too. And think about this, too. In 19, they were a top 10 defense, Jeff. And their star position was a mess, mm-hmm. just like it was last year. I mean, Brad Stewart kind of got solidified as the guy, but obviously didn't play well enough. I mean, he went undrafted and, and Florida secondary really struggled. So, he wasn't the answer at star. They've started four different guys since Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, and that's like such a crucial spot on their defense. If you don't have the right player there, that kind of messes up everything that they want to do defensively. Yeah. Um, and despite that, in 19, when they had Trey Dean trying to play there, which was a mess, yeah. they still finished with a top-10 defense. So if you get the right guy there this year, which could uh, be Trevez Johnson, who I wrote about in the Gainesville Sun today, um, that's going to maybe bring you some stability to that spot that hasn't been there since Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who really flourished. I mean, he kind of found his home there after yeah. struggling at safety. Oh, yeah. And and for those that don't know about Dewan Black, like let, let people know. Yeah, he'd be like, the next one. Yeah, he'd be next in line. But, I mean, just I, I think I, that goes back to me, like the want of, of getting here. Dude, and he's smiling in every like, single yeah, photo he you just, see him in. He's so grateful to be here. And I just I feel like he's just going to ball out because of it. He is. He's going to, like – for whatever he lacks in uh, knowledge of the playbook and mm-hmm. just experience at this level, he's going to make up for just in straight uh, passion and reckless abandon that he plays with because he totally buys into what they want. I think when you talk about looking for a unicorn to play the star position, he fits that bill mm-hmm. because as Mullen described and, and Grantham described, you got you kind of basically need a guy that's a – Good enough, has the cover skills uh, to be almost like a corner, 
but then is physical enough to play at the line of scrimmage and and deliver the hits and play with physicality. So it's like a hybrid safety slash cover guy slash weak side line or outside linebacker, and you kind of got to find someone that's uh, has all that in one, which is tough to find. Like Duke Dawson was another really good nickel that Florida had. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, like those guys that maybe could be safety and probably big enough and yep. strong enough, but also have the cover skills that you can make it work there. Um, so Dewan, he he kind of fits that mold. I mean, I know they got him like playing three different spots, and he's listed as a linebacker on the on the roster, but he's probably going to stick. I think initially at star just because of his flexibility and all the different things that he can do. But um, you talk about someone that's going to give your all and just be, like you said, grateful, happy to be here, the type of guy that you want in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, um, It's just cool to see his journey finally end up here You because know, it's been a long one. Oh, it certainly has. All right, we don't have a, a long way to go, but about an hour and a half. So if you want to call, you can, 392-8255. Your, your thoughts on some of these, of course, uh, that picture coming out that we mentioned and Delance being the uh, – Look like he'll he'll be the starter, so don't don't freak out. Like the I always say, like the coaches aren't putting somebody out there that sucks. Like, like dude, they there was win. somebody there, yeah, that was like they would not. They don't care about upsetting anybody. No, they don't. Especially these guys. No, do you think John Hemsey cares about hurting any of his offensive linemen's no, feelings? Not at all. Like, and and by the way, he didn't. If we're really being honest, he didn't recruit John Delance. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's like some loyalty there. Yeah. I mean, he's he's going with what he feels like are the best five, and right now that's that's looking like the group it's going to be. But hey, man, maybe it was a tough ask for him, um, obviously, to be part of that passing attack last year and, and the demands of the pass protection there with Trask. That won't be there this year. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if, it, if that makes a difference. Different deal for sure. All right, we'll be right back as we keep things going here on the tailgate, powered by Davis Gainesville Chevrolet. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Jeff Cardozo here. We all strive for quality in the things we do. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. So now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for the past three decades from the crew at Quality Plumbing. Now you can spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. And they've been doing it a long time. The original quality plumber since 1985. Quality plumbing, their name says it all. Well, it's about time for the Gators to take the football field and finally time to get that Gator gear on again. Now, you've probably got the shirts, the tanks, the tees, and the hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But one visit to Oaks Jewelry will get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch. All the compliments you're going to get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. Proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is a one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. So check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or you can find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. 
The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Late arriving sea breezes and all this heat and humidity we felt today will lead to some strong, slow-moving storms for your commute in some areas. Generally drifting north to south, highest chances near the I-75 corridor. Localized flooding possible with very heavy rain. The activity winding down by 10 or 11 this evening. Heading into the weekend, higher rain chances, which should take the edge off the heat. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Jeff Hoffman. The biggest names in sports, coming to your mornings. Brad Johnson joins us right now. When the Super Bowls, during a timeout, I'm hanging out with my two buddies, Keyshawn and John Gooden, and all of a sudden, Keyshawn goes, man, that popcorn smells good. And Greg says, man, I would love to have some of that popcorn, too. So we're talking about popcorn at the Super Bowl. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We float on to another segment here on the tailgate. Jeff Cardozo, Zach Albaverde here with you. Glad to uh, have Zachary today as we talk about Gator football, of course, getting closer and closer. Some uh, some other stuff. Nash, I was proud. Zach actually was talking about the, uh, the NFL. <laughs> and I, I am really intrigued to see if a lot of these young quarterbacks – can can do something. I mean, I think you'd even throw Tua in there in his second year now, and what is he going to be able to do? Can can Justin Herbert continue to be really really good out there? You've just there's a lot of really good young special quarterbacks in this league. Yeah, and, that's what's in, in, so intriguing, yeah. right? Like it's just there's so many young guys that's um, worth kind of tuning in for. That I don't know. It's just that this time uh, in the league, it's kind of unique to have that. I mean, obviously you always have a handful of guys, but to have this many, I mean, just from the rookie level alone, there's a lot of guys that, that you wanted to tune in last week to see. Um, 
And then there, you, I mean, there's just so much intrigue now with all three, four teams that yeah. just wasn't there before. I mean, you lost some of it in Jacksonville with Tebow. Yeah. But, I mean, he, even if he would have made it longer or been a practice squad guy, was never going to be one of the focal points of that roster. So, I mean, focusing on what Meyer's doing in Jacksonville and obviously the Bucks trying to defend their title and, and Tua trying to get Miami going, it's just – Good time right now for NFL football in the state. Yeah, certainly so. So it'll be fun to to watch and um, anxious to see Kyle Trask, baby. Yeah, I mean he'll he'll obviously man, sit they, for a few years. But man, why did they wait so long to play him that other game? Man, they would have won the game if they. Well, he's four string right now. Whatever, which is crazy to they, think they got that messed up. Yeah, they move him up. He'll get there. Arians likes. I him. mean, he was dropping dimes, and they were dropping him. Yeah, he's dropping him. Put all the scrubs in there trying to catch this pass. Yeah, because the line looks so bad. It was like four <laughs> of 15 or something. But, but he had like three drop passes. Yeah, very, uh, very accurate dude. So, But I, it's it's cool to see him. And in, in, um, obviously, man, as of late, like Florida's really been uh, putting guys in the league that have not only gone to that next level, but are really like being impact players right when they get there. Yeah. And, um, that's not going to sh- slow down at all this season with guys like Pitts. And I'm interested to see how Tony does. Yeah. I know he's like not had a good start to his camp, but he was also out with COVID. I mean, what yeah, do you want? he in, in, got injured after that, so he's been banged up a bunch. But for, for those probably, that... They're probably just hating on him because he's a rapper. That's right. For those that don't know, rappers are cool, man. Um, and for those that don't know, there was at least one Gator in every NFL camp. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, I saw Vernell. Think about that. Vernell Brown tweeted that. I said, "Must be the pro liaison." <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean it's obviously that's the one thing that uh, Ford has always been known for is producing NFL talent, and mm-hmm. that's what was so frustrating about the Muschamp and McIlwain years is because they had so many guys continuing uh, to go to the NFL. It just wasn't showing up on the field. I guess it did, you know, those first years with McIlwain. But um, did you see that McIlwain starts with two of the first three games against the SEC teams? No. He goes to Missouri week one, and then a couple weeks later they go to Baton Rouge. Let's go. <laughs> but, hey, hey, he's had some good experiences biggest, there. That was still the best post-game scene. Well, second best. The That Auburn game here was really cool with Emmett was there and Billy oh, Horschel yeah, right. was in that's there right. and that was, that was a fun locker room but I think I'm from Louisiana yeah you take star power out of it and just a team and celebrating and fun and that that game where the the Gators had that goal line stop against LSU to, was, to go to Atlanta too yeah like, it would have just been epic just to win the game mm-hmm. for nothing right <laughs> but, but to go to Atlanta, yeah, to make that happen, it was it was insane. And all the crap with the hurricane and yeah. the pregame fight, mm-hmm. the ninety-eight yard touchdown by Tyree Cleveland, like yeah. that game had a lot from Appleby. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a cool that was a cool moment. I saw uh, one guy uh, put up on Twitter this week. What's the best? college football game you've ever been to for me i still go with 97 yeah same uh, be, being a part of that we when because like start to finish 
I mean, maybe there's been louder moments in the swamp, like the the block. Yeah. But like start to finish throughout the whole game, constantly being loud, constantly being competitive, back and forth, and then and as how good it as Florida ended, State was, it's tough to top that. Yeah, and we I I was fortunate enough that I don't know if they still do it. They probably do, but they had like an athlete block. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were they're like thirty five rows up, like at the fifty yard line. So you can't ask for better seats in the student side. But after Quezzy caught that ball. I think I ended up on about row 20 because just everybody was so excited. Like everybody just high-fived everybody and like fell down and fell on the bleachers and going insane and nuts. And, of course, then Fred runs it in and then you get a – but remember, it still wasn't over. It's Dwayne Thomas, man. He had to save the day. Had to get that pick and go do it. So so you had that. And then I think the the worst one for me might have been – That was the question. What's the – Best college football game you've been to in person? Ever been yeah. to in person? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that that's pretty sweet. Because I mean, it was just how it ended. Like it yeah. was just, I don't know, man. And then the, you think of the talent too that was on those two teams. Yeah. What's the worst? I think the the worst one was, well, yeah, oh <laughs> one probably. <laughs> but I was I was actually on the sideline for that game, and because I was working for RUF as like a student reporter or whatever. But in the stands was when Florida lost to Alabama and Sean Alexander. And we lost in, in overtime because Jeff Chandler missed an extra point. Oh, yeah. And, 99. I, and we had won a gazillion yeah, games in a row in the swamp. Loss. It was yeah. the first loss, I think, in forever. Since this fourth state. Or yeah. Auburn, one of them. And it was so hard because like Chandler and I were like, you know, Best buds, like we were, we're going through the yeah, journalism program together. Ninety four, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. so it, five years, it had, it had been. So I think that's probably the, the one that shocked you the most. But Sean Alexander was so good that day. What would you? How would you? Which one would you say was the better? I don't know if it's, you, you characterize as atmosphere game out of, with Mullen out of LSU and Auburn. If you had to go back to one of those games to be at, which one would you want to be at? I would probably say the Auburn game. But I, you know, another game that really sticks out to me, though, is that the Will Greer Ole, Ole Miss, Miss game. game yeah. like, but it, but, but, the energy there was but just. It, but it's got to be, like, to me, it's got to, like, it's, it's, it's got, it's, it's got to have all that, but it's got to have the finish, too. Yeah, it like does have block. to have the finish. Yeah, I, I would probably, I'd go LSU. But see, but I don't think LSU to me. Obviously, it showed like that was a, probably the most electric the swamp had been in a while. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of finish, like those Tennessee wins were pretty like the hail mary. Yeah, all that stuff. Sure. And like the Callaway, I don't know if you'd put that in like the top three. You know. Well, what after? To me, what happened after the the pick against LSU? The pick, then Steiner came back the next possession and got another pick, and that's what sealed that's it. That's what Because it was still right. 27-19. They could have drove like, down the field yeah. and got the two-pointer. And then Steiner's pick is the one that, yeah. So, to me, I feel like the two greatest games in the Swamp, it comes down to the block in 97. The cock block. The cock block. Although, I think a lot of Florida fans are hoping that this year, there's a new game that potentially trumps those two on the list. I don't know if it'll trump those two, but yeah, Bama. 
I mean, if they win that game, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, Jeff, but if they win that game, they pull that off that upset, like that would be – drop the mic. That's a program-changing yeah. win. Yeah, the, the spread's going to be more than a touchdown, you think. Like way bigger than obviously Florida beating – like oh, when they beat Ole Miss, everyone thought like, okay, they've arrived. Mm-hmm. When they, and then when Mullins is – Obviously, beat LSU. That was a huge moment. Auburn, a huge moment. But this would be next level. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, man. I mean, you—that's the one thing about you know this team and this program—is you you get a lot of those games here. Yeah. It could be the biggest win in the swamp since '97. Mm. That's a good question. Yeah. Florida beating Alabama this season would be the Gators' biggest win in the swamp since, since what? Yeah. We'll pose that question to all of you out there. We'll take our final break and see if you can come up with something else here on the tailgate. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Well, I think we all know how hot it gets in north-central Florida. It's sometimes unbearable at times to even be outside over the summer. But for me, it was just as unbearable to be inside because my house just wouldn't cool down. So I knew it was finally time to do something about it. And thanks to Kirk and his team at Crystal Air, my phone call turned into a life changer. They told me my unit was as old as Pat Dooley is, and the air wasn't traveling through the house correctly, and it was time to get with the times. So I took advantage of 0% financing for 60 months on a brand new train unit, was also able to take advantage of some rebates from train. And even though they are train comfort specialists, which is the highest contractor rating by train, Crystal Air and Water works on all brands out there, and the repair services are as fast as my fastball was back in the day, and they'll be there today if you need them to come out and see what's wrong. With my new train variable speed system. The temperature has evened up throughout the house. There is much lower humidity and the unit is even generator friendly if need be. So if you need your AC unit looked at, call Crystal Air at 333-0460 because they aren't comfortable until you are. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs, and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Summer is here. Hi, this is Tom Collette from Electronics World. Are you ready to make your backyard an outdoor entertainment oasis for you, your family, and friends? Let our team at Electronics World assist you with that. We can outfit your outdoor space with Sunbright Outdoor TVs, outdoor sound systems from Yamaha, Sonance, and more, plus surveillance systems to keep an eye on everything, and smart control, too. Come visit us today at Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. 
Everybody's loving what's going on at International Diamond Center. There's never been a better time to save on fine jewelry. From engagement rings and wedding bands to earrings and pendants. Right now, get IDC's best price. Plus, spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And if you buy now, IDC will even cover your first two payments. It doesn't get any better than this. And IDC selection has never been better. GIA certified diamonds in all shapes and sizes. Thousands of designer engagement rings. Case after case of fashion jewelry from the world's top designers. Pick any item, divide by 36, and that's your payment. And as a bonus, IDC will cover your first two payments. Plus, everything comes with a free lifetime warranty. Or if you prefer, now through August 31st, you can take advantage of huge savings on your wedding bands. You can save 25% right now on all IDC wedding bands. It's IDC's Summer of Savings, a truly extraordinary limited time offer, now through August 31st, and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. All right, welcome back. Zach and Jeff here with you on a Thursday edition of the tailgate. Let's jump back out to the phone lines now and get Mark to join us next. Mark, what's up? Hey, guys. um, A couple things. Um, I got here in 78 as a student, and uh, Doug Dickey was in his last year as coach. And uh, I've seen some, you know, a lot of football. But I'll tell you what, that back the season when we back-to-back played USC, I think we went out there first year. I think we tied them out there, and then they came here the next year and we beat them. I had knew then that there was, you know, it was coming. But I watched two, two years of Florida football, and it hadn't been very good. Sure, yeah, it, it took a, a dude coming in and making it uh... – Seemed pretty easy doing yeah. it the right, the right way and flinging around and doing something different and yep. obviously now everybody saying, does the same thing. But no, I, I mean, I, I, I think then, he, by then, go I'm ahead. Sorry, by then I thought um, Pelt was gone and Galen Hall was coaching. That right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then and then and then Orangeburger had to can him for his some misdeed that he did. Yeah. Even though it was I remember, crap. I remember all that. And I called yesterday and I said something about an LSU game that was broadcast in the Florida gym with, you know, a bunch of students were there. It was packed. Did anybody call back and say they remembered or might like? Yeah, no, nobody, nobody said anything. Nobody, nobody said anything. If anybody out there can remember that far back. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll try, we'll try to get it. LSU game in the in Florida gym that was broadcast on a slight delay. It was, it was a lot of fun. I, I do remember that. So, call and let them know because I you know I don't think I dreamt that <laughs> anyway you guys take it easy all right Mark thank well, you enjoy course, the show yep appreciate it Mark of course we're talking about this and uh our boy Dooley wrote about this a couple of years ago in the Gainesville Sun 25 best moments in the swamp and at number one he had the cocks are blocked nice so twice that's right twice Let's see what uh, Matt's got for us Matt what's up Hey guys, um, before was there supposed to be like a commit announcement today? Were we in the running for somebody? 
No, I mean that was that? that that was yesterday or the other day. The, they, okay. they got they the got Georgia the offensive kid. tackle or they got the offensive tackle from Deerfield Beach, and then they the day before they got the linebacker from Georgia. I just thought I heard there was somebody announcing today. I think he's a basketball player as well. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he committed to Auburn, uh, but Florida was not expected to land him. Okay, okay, guys. I um, I'm 49, and I've been following. You know, my mom used to take tickets at the at the stadium. You know, back in the day. So I've been following Florida football as long as you know, as your average listener. I think this Alabama game is the biggest game that I can remember. You know, I think it's the biggest game of my lifetime in the swamp. Wow. Uh, for for a couple of reasons. One, and I hate to say this, but I, I think – how about this? I think it's the biggest game, but I also think it's probably the most important game because – Let's be honest, Mullen. I mean, I mean, before he, before you give your point, I want to have you to give me your uh, argument because the one thing I'd say about the South Carolina game is that it sent Florida to national championship. We don't know yet what this will do, even if they win. Well, I th- I think this is going to be crucial for us to go in that right direction as far as recruiting. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it's it's a huge you know, it'll be a notch in Mullen's belt, but we need this because he's not a recruiter. He's just not he's not as savvy of a recruiter as a lot of these other guys who really take it way more serious. Like Kirby's a better recruiter. Is Mullen a better X's and O's coach? There's no doubt. But Kirby has made more of an emphasis on recruiting. Okay, and a few other people have too. Um, when Texas and Oklahoma come in, we'll be number six in the SEC. Okay? And that's with going to three straight New Year's six bowls. But I'm not I'm not Complaining and why I guess what, I am but, complaining. But what do you mean by not, well, what do you mean by they'll be number six? Uh, they'll be behind Texas and they'll be behind Oklahoma. Mm, I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I I'm with you on Oklahoma. I'm not with you on Texas. Mm-hmm. Well, when Texas comes in the SEC, we'll be behind Texas. I mean, in in, in, in in terms of program prestige, and I mean, yeah, they have the biggest athletic budget I think in the country, but. Their football team point, is. You know. My point is, is I just think that we need this game. Yeah, and I think this game will will set us in that direction, mm-hmm. and I think it will lay merit to what Mullen has tried to do. He wants to he wants to get his guys and develop them. Now, do I think we can win? You're damn right, I really do. I mean, I heard I listened to another podcast and they call it Lion Season, so I'm right here. I'm lying with the best of them. <laughs> I mean, I really I really think that we have an opportunity. And I said yesterday, I think our defense is going to be one of the better defenses in the nation, and I think we have an opportunity to beat Alabama week three. I, I tell you but this, me personally, I think this is the biggest game that I can remember. I'll hang up and listen, guys. Thanks, Thank man. You, I think I think Florida's got a better chance to beat Alabama this in that week three matchup than they potentially would in a rematch in the SEC championship. Oh, sure, a neutral site, yeah. end of the year. Bama's had time to figure things out. out. Yeah. Um, no, I I totally agree with that as well, and I, I mean. I know Matt. Matt always calls in about recruiting and trying to be better, and I I, I do agree with him. Like I, I think oh, you now one. have that merit to say like, and and Mullen can say, guys, look look at what we just did, and look at now the impact of what you could potentially do coming here. Think about what those bleachers are going to look like. Yeah, I mean they are going to have so many top guys in town, mm-hmm. not just from twenty two, but twenty three, twenty four, that can walk away from that stadium that night and feel like 
Florida just made a statement to college football and to us. <laughs> sure. You know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, Dooley had put out another list um, about 10 years ago, this looks like, about just, like, biggest games in the swamp, not necessarily for Florida, but just in terms of ranking-wise and opponents. Um, I mean, we'll see where Florida is at going into the – I think they have a chance to crack the top ten by the time they get to week three. But, you know, I mean, we know where Alabama's going to be unless Miami upsets them, which angle happens. Not even close. <laughs> no way. Not even close. You give Florida a better chance than the Hurricanes? Yeah. And I would think the spread would – be a good five or six point different too. Yeah, if not more. Well, we'll we'll continue to talk about that in more in hour number two. But uh, yeah, I want to hear from you guys as well. If Florida can pull off that upset against Alabama week three, what uh, where would that rank among the biggest wins uh, for Florida in the swamp? Talk that in more in hour number two. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. And why you can feel confident knowing you're getting a safe, reliable vehicle backed by a local, reputable, hands-on dealer. Visit Davis Gainesville Chevy today and shop the area's largest pre-owned selection. Nearly every make and model. And with prices starting at just $99.95, everyone must pass a rigorous 170-point inspection. Many come with remaining factory warranties. And all are backed by Davis's three-day love-it-or-bring-it-back guarantee. Even dozens of GM-certified pre-owned vehicles are available with better-than-new-car warranties. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. So why pay the difference if you can't tell the difference? Get a fully inspected, like-new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union Special Even Up Savings Account. That's right. Just add our special Even Up Savings Account to your Radiant Checking Account, and every qualifying debit card transaction helps grow your savings. Yeah, you'll be able to build your savings every time you swipe, insert, or tap your debit card. You can even add your Radiant debit card to your mobile wallet. Just imagine, buy groceries, grow your savings, buy gas, grow your savings, buy coffee, grow your savings. Yes, it's just that easy. Visit RadiantCU.org for details on opening your new Even Up Savings account today and start earning more from your spare change. Your spare change really adds up with Radiant Credit Union Special Even Up Savings Account. Radiant, federally insured by the NCUA. Nobody likes getting hurt, going to the doctor and dealing with all the stuff involved with trying to get better. But if you do happen to have a slip and fall, don't worry about it at all. The tremendous staff at Titan MRI is ready to find out what you need to do to get all fixed up. The winners of the Best of the Best contest in Gainesville, staffers at Titan MRI have more than 20 years of experience of making you feel comfortable during an MRI. The only locally owned and operated MRI center in town knows how crucial it is to get back to 
everyday life, so they've made it as easy as possible to get into their office. Just as easy as it was to score on Florida State's football team the last few years. And speaking of scoring, all Blue Cross and Blue Shield members just got a gift to start off the new year. They heard how many people wanted to get in and see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. They made sure to add them to their network. With offices in Gainesville and now Lake City, there's an office near you. So, it's up to you. Tell your doctor you want to get to feeling better from the absolute best. Titan MRI. Melvin Law, the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, is proud to sponsor the Ocala Food and Wine Fest on Saturday, August 21st at the World Equestrian Center. OcalaFoodandWineFest.com. VIP tickets are 100 per person, general admission 75. To learn more, go to OcalaFoodandWineFest.com. Melvin Law, proud to support our community with offices in Ocala and Gainesville. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we roll on to the second hour of the tailgate. It is brought to you by Meldon Law. Rolling on they won't back down. Rolling on home. Roll it on home. Pretty John Mayer, baby. The lovely vocals of Zachariah. Are you a John Mayer fan? I wasn't back in the day when you did all the like sobby stuff yeah, I don't, for the I don't, ladies. I don't really listen to him too I don't. much. I couldn't really. That's like John Mayer is like the one like um, <laughs> he's like one of the one artists that we have that we can play in our car and everyone's like okay with. Okay, <laughs> that's good. So, you know who? I mean, I guess... Including our daughter, who, like, barks song orders at two years old. Of course, yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. (laughs) That's what they do. Echo! Uh, (laughs) I don't know... Well, I mean, I'll just say it, because I don't care. I'm I'm, I'm a man now. I'm 40. So I can be that. I actually like, as a person, more than his music, Justin Timberlake. Okay. Like, when he hosted the ESPYs... I had such a respect for him with just how talented he was. I don't know if you watched that. I did that ESPYS. Like if you went back and watched it, you would just sit there and be like, "Holy cow!" Like this. Like as you think about with it, this yeah. boy band guy, whatever. But he's just really talented individual that knows what he's doing. So you know, you, we all have. You our know, you like those NSYNC songs, My sexy back. So you liked the NSYNC Justin Timberlake songs, not the solo stuff. Yeah, that was that's when he lost you. Was when he went solo. That's right, lost him. <laughs> Plus, he played the Napster guy in the Facebook movie. That's right. Yeah, getting all the ladies. All right, we're talking a lot of Florida football, so you are uh, more than welcome to uh, call in. Zach sitting in for Pat today, and really? don't forget tonight the first edition of Gator Talk. Really excited to uh, to get over to Spurriers. That'll be our new home for Gator Talk. It will not be Dan Mullen tonight, but it will be. 
the guy whose restaurant will be hanging out at. Steve Spurrier will be there at 7 o'clock. We'll have a lot of fun with Coach and really enjoy things. And I, and D- I encourage D- you. Dan Mullen will be there, only the greatest Fortigator that ever lived. Yes. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll sit in for, uh, yeah. for him. And then Mary Wise will also be there on the back end. So it should be a, a fun night. But I think even, even more fun, Visors is not open yet. That is the rooftop bar on top of Spurrier's. It's going to open in early September. But tonight, we are going to do the show from Visors. So they are going to let anybody who comes to be a part of the show to be up there, get to hang out with us on the rooftop bar, and it's supposed to be a, a really nice night here in Gainesville. So is, there can... a, is there a visor dress code? Nope. You have to wear a visor? Yeah, a visor to get in. There's like 268 of them in the store. We could break the case open and pull out some you, cool ones. You, are you a visor guy? Not really. Do you own any? I do. I have a couple. I just... I have to wear those stupid floppy hats now because I'm old. Yeah, I'm more of a baseball cap guy. I probably have 120 (laughs) or so baseball caps. I have two. Yeah, so I got a lot. But hopefully a lot of people uh, come tonight. So if you got nothing to do, show up. 7 o'clock over there at at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill at Celebration Point. An opportunity to to meet Coach, get to hear from Coach, and and really have a lot of fun because it's it's here, it's real, and we're – we're getting going just a, two weeks away from uh, from Florida football. Perfect timing. For it football. is. All right. Let's get some uh, some calls. The Cattlemen will kick off the second hour of the tailgate. Hey, Mike. What's going on, gentlemen? What's up? Hey, Zach, you been missing me? Of course. You know it. I, I've been missing you, man. Well, well, you don't have to no more. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I got in a little late yesterday, Jeff. I heard y'all were going off on Rocky Top on me. I, I couldn't get in and under the gun. Well, that's all right. Dole's, Dole's doesn't really like that song. I think it's kind of catchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he likes those no-name rock bands. I couldn't tell you who they are. But, uh, yeah. hey, uh, spe- hey um, speaking of the uh, dress code up here at Spurrier's Visor Lounge, can you get in with jorts and coin rings? Sure. You got some, it's, it's, okay. Gaines, it's Gainesville, Florida, man. You got some cold, hard yeah, cash. Okay. They'll take your money. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, 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 we talk that smack two-way street. Uh, you know, uh, sweet and soda pop, jorts and coin rings. We, we, we can do that, gang. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Can can you play nine at your golf course, uh, Jeff, with uh, jorts and coin rings? Yeah. Or would y'all would y'all stop them on the first tee? No, I, we let that happen. <laughs> I, I think you might be joshing me on that one. A little bit. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty nice place where you work out there. Hey guys, I got a little Florida state of Florida football talk for you, and then bleed it into uh, what's well, going up in my neck of the woods as usual. But it's all Florida related. Hey, uh, Je- Zach, you're pretty tied in. You're a Florida grad, right, Zach? I am. Funny how all you guys, all you media boys on the Florida beat are all Florida grads. We get John Adams and Jimmy Himes up here, who's a big LSU fan, and and Adams is out of uh, Louisiana, too, and rips Tennessee to shreds every day in the big paper up here. Funny how that works. <laughs> but uh, did you see that article? I believe Matt Baker comes on y'all's show. I'm sure y'all are buddies with him, Tampa. Yeah. Is it Barker or Baker? Baker. Okay. He he got one of these AP articles picked up talking about how I think it's the first time in so many years there's not a Florida state of Florida team in the preseason top ten in the AP poll. Mm-hmm. Did, did you did you see that, Zach? I did not, no. I didn't either. Y'all, Google, y'all, y'all got Google down there, right? We do. We'll figure it out. Yeah, okay. But anyway, you know, um, it's kind of a semantics thing. Florida's on the edge of the uh, top ten preseason AP, and I guess Miami is too. But I got to thinking, guys, um, you know, Florida State's in disarray. We'll see, you know, how that's going to fly. And, um, 
you know, I, I saw something on Sports Center today. I didn't realize Derek King. I'm kind of a you guy, Jeff, uh, from the old West Palm scene. I didn't realize Derek King's in his sixth season of college football. Yeah, he came in okay. the same year as Kyle Trask. So, so that tells me he can't. He's an average quarterback, probably not going to the NFL. I know he's had an injury history, and, and uh, we'll see how Florida shakes out. But uh, and, and and here's where kind of I'm going with this, guys. I hate to break this to you. You can argue with me if you want to, but the most dangerous program in the Sunshine State, in my opinion, from ten thousand feet the last five years has been UCF. And now Frost has gone to Nebraska, and the Hypel Disciples are running wild up here, Zach. So uh, that's that's one headache out of the state, isn't it? UCF probably going to cool off. I don't know with Malzahn down there. How do you think UCF's going to do? I, mean, I think I think Malzahn's revitalized. I think they'll do well. I don't think they're a headache for any of the big three, though. No. In terms of well, recruiting, you know, still not was, getting the players. Right. The vibe was Frost killed it. It uh, faded a little bit under hype or whatever on that, and then here comes uh, Malzahn. But uh, that's that's one headache out of out of the state, isn't it? I just I just think that he's going to be able to probably attract more players to UCF than they typically would have just because of his Auburn background and his success and his staff, too, that he's put together. They just got a lot of state of Florida ties. And, you know, I mean, they're not going to go head-to-head with Florida or Florida State or Miami and win a lot of those battles. But I just think overall, talent-wise, he's going to get them, you know, even better than they have been. Yeah, and of course Kiffin's out of the state. He wasn't a threat to the big three or four, however you want to term it. And UCF, USS, they're pretty much clueless too, aren't they? Who is that, Taggart? No, that's uh, FAU. FAU. Yeah, you, okay. who's, who's coaching USF right now? It's uh, uh, Coach Scott from um, Clemson. Oh, okay. Okay, one of one of Dabo's dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, the USF they hired Charlie Strong, Dooley's bro, by the way, right? How'd that fly? Didn't work out too well. Yeah. Hey, uh, Zach, one thing before you going forward, I was looking at the way Florida's uh, September schedule shakes out. Um, you know uh, Saban's coming to burn the town down week three, right? <laughs> that's 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 his plan. Are, are you up to date? Both you guys, I guess, live down there in, in, the, in the county. Are y'all both up to date on your uh, fire insurance, your hazard insurance and everything? Uh, I mean, those, I, those, those, those bammers are bringing some big uh, torches. They, they come every year to Knoxville, every other year. If they, 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 they they're, pretty, if, they're pretty good at burning the town down. If the Crimson Tide come into Florida and blow the Gators out, uh, I wouldn't say I'd be shocked, but I think the Gators are going to give them a game. I don't, well, I don't they, necessarily they think I, I'm not, I don't necessarily expect them to win, but. Um, We'll see, man. I mean, but hey, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, Florida did a good, you know, competed well against Bama in the uh, championship game. I get the big picture, but you know, Zach, uh, Tennessee's the uh, permanent opponent, Alabama in the East. Tennessee, pretty much since Saban's been there, has started off the SEC East schedule zero and one. Bama hadn't been to the swamp in what fifteen years, something crazy like that. Ten. Bama, here's what they do, Jeff. They come in, they beat the hell out of you, and then they rip your heart out and stomp on it on the fifty yard line. And then, uh, by the way, who's showing up the week after the Bama game? Your, Your boys. boys. Yeah, y'all. After Bama uh, decapitates y'all like the Taliban, y'all might have forty thousand people in the swamp that day. If it's a hot, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for a ninety-five degree, <laughs> one hundred twenty-five degree heat index. Have, have they set a time on that game yet? No. The Tennessee game. They have not. They have not. I like you know. I know it's going to play a Phil Steele saying it's a sixteen point spread, but if Joe Milton can play, I, I kind of like where Tennessee falls on this schedule, guys. Hey, uh, last thing for you, Zach. Did you see this? Um, Tennessee was murdered in the transfer portal. I'm sure you're aware of that, right? Yes. Did you know that two of the dudes that left Tennessee are going to start for Oklahoma? 
Henry T., who Tennessee bought out of L.A., is going to play for Saban. I think he's running second string at linebacker. Ty Chandler, you know all these guys because you vote on these preseason polls, I'm sure. Ty Chandler, I think, is going to start at UNC at tailback. And Jameer Johnson supposedly starting on the Texas A&M offensive line. Y'all caught a huge break. Tennessee was a little slow hiring Heupel. I don't think Tennessee would have lost those five dudes if Tennessee had hired Heupel a little sooner. Potentially, I mean, it definitely didn't help things to have that uncertainty, and those guys just yeah. said, "You know what? I'm a, I'm a try my hand somewhere else." Yeah. Well, I'm not a dummy. I'm not calling for the upset. It's a shame Tennessee got murdered in the transfer portal the way they did. But uh, might be an interesting September. What do you think, Zach? A lot is uh, find a lot about uh, Florida, Alabama that that first uh, SEC opener, and yeah. Uh, yeah. you know what I mean. Hey, regardless of what happens, whether uh, Florida you know, gets up for that game and gets close uh, and can't win, whether they get beat down bad or whether they pull off the upset, they're going to have to come back with the right mindset the next week because you got to ride. Where, Mike, I, I, I don't, if, if Florida got drubbed, which I don't think would happen, like knowing Mullen and knowing what he goes through each week, he's not going to let them be down for a second straight week. Yeah, yeah, well. It, it would that, be almost the opposite. And motivation, I think then you yeah, would have to yeah. be a little, uh, little scared well, you know, to get your ass season, kicked. Some, hurricane season kicking in, those September football games, you never know how the weather's going to get involved, too. You hey, last know. thing, i got to dispel a rumor on the way outside the door, guys. I know y'all are hanging out at Spurrier's Visor's Lounge and at Ballyhoo. Mm-hmm. I can dispel the rumor that I have not finalized the deal to be the NIL rep for all of the top five sushi restaurants in Gainesville. Nice. I, I have to dispel it. My agent has not completed the deal for me being the NIL rep for the top five sushi restaurants in Gainesville. Y'all hang in there. Thank you. All right, Cattleman. We will do our best. Let's get uh, Lee next. Lee, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, how y'all doing? Yo. I I, I bet it's the first time in program history y'all had two Knoxville guys calling back-to-back. How about that? (laughs) I mean, that that probably means there's nothing going on up here, probably. (laughs) 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 Hey, uh, uh, I got a crazy question. Um. Um, do you think college football, you think they would ever start doing joint practices? I would love to see that. And I know Dan Mullen's already, um, he's already promoted the idea for doing that in the spring. To have, a, yeah. instead of having a spring game, orange and blue game, having a, you know, a, a scrimmage that or an exhibition type thing against another team uh, from the state. Or I don't know how they could do that. I mean, when he went on ESPN... He was like, "Hey, how about Florida and Southern Cal playing for their spring game?" So I, hey, yeah. sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, as far as it, like the joint practices, um, uh, you can find teams that you really don't have to go uh, across the country. You can find like Georgia Tech, you know, have a little, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they could days. they could do that on top of having a spring game against an opponent. They could, like you said, they could even do it during yeah. spring. Obviously, I don't think they do that uh, uh, in the fall. Once they, once you got to training camp, that wouldn't happen. But um, but during the spring, I don't I don't see the harm in it. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure like like you say, some of the other teams around the state would love to have a practice against Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and one more thing uh, that uh, that lineman Delance. What, how many years has he been at Florida? Uh, well, I think this is his. Yeah, this is his sixth year. It, it, he's sixth year. Yeah, this yeah, is not six his sixth year at Florida, here. but he's a six-year player. Correct. Oh, okay. Well, I guess at some point you are what you are. I, I just hope he uh, hope he can do it this year, though. I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, this is his his shot to to prove himself. I mean, his last opportunity because um, he, you know, he's he's been their their starter now for the past two years. So, like like I was talking about with Jeff earlier, I wouldn't expect that to change unless um, you know his game doesn't take the next step and somebody else's does. But you know, right. and, and he's been now a part of Florida's program for four years. I think he got here, he transferred in sixteen, I believe, and then sat yeah. out seventeen. Right. So yeah, yeah, and he came over with the last staff. Yeah. So um he's been a holdover and if the NCAA wouldn't have granted that extra year of eligibility, he wouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. So uh I think for this staff they're hoping that he can have a better year and they can use that his his extra year of eligibility to their advantage. Oh, okay. All right, I appreciate it, guys. All right, Lee. Thanks for uh for listening up there. All right, all right. We just pulled up his uh his little bio. This could be a a fun little story, or I mean, think about the NIL deal for for Delance if he got good. In his personal notes, he can play the tuba, the flute, the clarinet, the trombone, the trumpet, and the baritone. Let's go! Damn, like a one man band. Man, you can hey get, man, get the um, the little guitar center to sponsor him. Maybe, go maybe, in there and just play all day for people. Maybe John Hevis is a big music fan. So yeah, that's, that's why you got him. <laughs> got him here. Him. All right, we got to get a break. We'll do that. We'll continue to take your phone calls. It is the tailgate here on WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida. And with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo. And if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small. They do it all. From service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all. Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper here with the best news yet of 2021. The salad bar is back, baby. Woo! It's been gone for a year, but starting June 1st, the salad bar is back and better than ever. All right, it'll be exactly the same, but you know what I'm talking about. We're going to eat like it's 2019. Our staff is vaccinated, the dining room's at full capacity, and we're excited to get back to business. I know you love Leonardo, so please dine in, call for pickup, order online, or get delivery from 352delivery.com. And as always, don't forget the tailgate 10. There's lots of unknowns going on in the world right now, and while we all sit back and try to sort things out, Oaks Jewelry wants to let you know that if you need some help, they are there if needed. Now, we already know that if you need any fine jewelry or engagement rings, there's no other place to go. But they also offer layaway services and short-term loans, and they'll even buy that gold that's been just laying around the house for years. So why not get something for it? With tons of certified diamonds, gemstones, and designer items, Oaks Jewelry has a wide variety of whatever you might be looking for at a price range for every budget. Check out all their inventory online at oaksjewelry.com. 
Melden Law, the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, is proud to sponsor the Ocala Food and Wine Fest on Saturday, August 21st at the World Equestrian Center. OcalaFoodandWineFest.com. VIP tickets are 100 per person, general admission 75. To learn more, go to OcalaFoodandWineFest.com. Melden Law, proud to support our community with offices in Ocala and Gainesville. Peanut butter and jelly. Spaghetti and meatballs. Bacon and eggs. And Saturdays in the swamp. We are proud to be your home for Gator football. Touchdown, Gators! We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks? We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we welcome you back. Jeff and Zach here with you. A Thursday edition of the tailgate. We'll uh, jump right back to the phone lines now. And yeah, Jeff to join us now. So Jeff Jeff was in first place, not second? Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell you something pretty funny here in a second. Hey, Jeff. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great. Good. Excellent. Um, you know, I heard a little offensive line um, discussion. I think that's the least understood position by fans oh yeah. uh, fans really don't know what they're they're looking at or what their those guys assignments are yeah the, the the worst vitriol i've ever heard from gator fans was after the 2013 season and that was a season that uh, that uh, we finished with um scholar morning wig mm-hmm. and we ended up losing the last seven games and Gator fans blamed the offensive line for that. And and so you, you guys know what the offensive line was? It was John Halapia, who's in the NFL, D.J. Humphreys, who's still in the NFL, Jonathan Harrison, who's still in the NFL, Max Garcia, NFL. Chaz Green, and Trenton Brown. And and so they're but, – but, you know, Gator fans that have no clue what they're talking about was blaming the offensive line. And – I just think that it's a least understood position. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Gator fan can tell who's a good running back, or who you know, a wide receiver that high points the ball, or a quarterback that's accurate. But they have no clue what the offensive line is doing. Well, and and I think too with that is is really all five of them have to be good. If one guy screws up or misses an assignment, then yeah, everybody gets thrown in under the bus. That- and- and then what we heard Mullen say this week is a lot of times our running backs they screw run, up the Yeah, block. they go to the wrong spot. And it, and it looks like it's the offensive sure. line's fault. Yeah, no, but yeah, Jeff, you're totally right. I think so many times we see the offensive line get criticized for, for something that happens when it's not necessarily their fault and somebody else just messes up. Yeah, I heard uh, Will Miles, you know, who's on Gator Breakdown. with, mm-hmm. um, And he, he mentioned that DeLance is not as bad as people think. 
I mean, he, he went back and looked at tapes. A couple of times, he was assigned to block somebody else, and the guy ran by him. And so all the Gator fans think that he just whiffed on a block when he really didn't. Yeah. And, and, and look, I mean, at the end of the day, I think he, you know, uh, John and, and uh, John DeLance and John Hevesy would be the first two to tell you that um, he can still get better and, and have a more consistent performance. But as Jeff said earlier, I mean, there's a reason why he keeps trotting out there with the first team. And if they had a guy that they felt like could um, do a better job, they'd put him out there. And they've and they've done that before. I mean, like there were times last year where they um, took Stuart Reese out and and played played Josh Braun to give him some experience. So they've done it. And um, but yeah, I, I'm interested to see what he can do. As I said earlier, in a more run based offense where He's not asked to pass protect as much or to pass protect as long and um, is more coming off the ball and, and, and getting to use his physicality in the run game. That's, that's a good point, Zach, because uh, if you look at his pro football focus numbers, he's a better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. Yep. And, you know, we're, we're probably going to, you know, we're 60 40 uh, pass to run last year. We may be the opposite this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy like Delance that you know can drive a guy off the ball might come in handy. If you ask any offensive lineman, or a majority of them, I, but I would say probably ninety percent of them, do they rather run block or pass block? And they would all say run block. Well, and right. then, and, then, it, and you know what's funny too is I mean, um, obviously the another thing that uh, everyone makes a stink about is recruiting and, and deservedly so. But yeah. if we're really <laughs> He's one of Florida's most high, highest-ranked recruits that they have. I mean, he's like almost a top 100 guy coming out of high school. Um, and, and maybe this is the year that he, in the offense, that he that he can put it together in. Right. And, you know, that, uh, and to piggyback on what I was saying about the 2013 offense that everybody, um, you know, they hated the offensive line, Brent Peace was the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And then we had Tim Davis, Brian White, and, and – uh, Derek Lewis as offensive coaches. That's not a particularly strong staff. In hindsight, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and and obviously at the time they were coming off of the 2012 season, so uh, there's you know the reason obviously why those guys were still there. But of course they they didn't have that great year in 2012 on the heels of their offense. Um, so, but no, that's a good point that you bring yeah. up about that unit because that offensive line was full of NFL guys and that still are playing in the league. Well, I heard David Turner uh, on uh, when he was interviewed on uh, by the university this week. He he said like, uh, well, there's two things that all men think they're good at, and that's grilling and football analysis. <laughs> that's very good. That's very true. I mean, I'm I'm piss poor at both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you guys are pretty good, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, uh, did, did someone mention like an LSU Florida basketball game in the late seventies or early eighties? Yeah, that's what they were, they were trying to like. There was like a delay, but I, I, we had somebody tweet at us and uh, say that it was actually against USC that broadcast only in Alligator Alley. But I don't know if that was necessarily the question. The, gotcha. the caller thought it was an LSU game that was broadcast but on a delay but I remember a game um that was in 19 1978 the winter of 78 Florida was down 71 to 60 this is before the three-point line 
and there's only a minute and 30, 30 seconds left. And a, a guard by the name of Chuck Fritz hit a two-point shot, and Malcolm Caesar was fouled. He went to the line for a one-and-one, one, hit the first one, missed the second, but Reggie Hanna got the rebound and, and laid it back in to cut it to 71-65. And then we were able to turn turn LSU over a couple more times. And Rick Clarson hit a about a 40-footer at the buzzer for the Gators to win 72-71. Wow. And Dale Brown still rues that comeback. I mean, he... <laughs> He still remembers that, and, and so if he's ever on y'all's show, let him know about that. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Jeff. Good stuff. Take care, guys. Yep, appreciate it. Let's get uh, Doug to join us next. Hey, Doug, what's up? Hey, how you doing today? Great. Wonderful. I've got uh, a little bit for both of you. Um, Zach, I wanted to ask about uh, David Reese. Uh, since he blew his Achilles out, uh, what, a year ago, uh, two years ago almost now, uh, has he has he come back to do anything at all? I mean, he he played last year. Um, I, I, I the first the first year after an injury like that could be you know could be slow. It, when he was down here, uh, you know, I'm in Fort Pierce. The whole oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, here was, I'm sorry to interrupt, but he um he he got hurt uh, five games into last season and missed the rest of the year with the injury. Okay. So he's okay. had so he had another injury after the Achilles from nineteen. That's what kept him out of the you know, the off the field and and honestly, um, you know, what else has kept him off the field is Florida's depth at the position he plays, which is outside linebacker and more specifically right. Buck. He's in the Buck yeah, room. No, I, I get it because he was he was uh, an amazing athlete down here. There was no question about that. Um now, the other thing is, Jeff, this is for you. Um, I was watching Jonathan Indy the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, Jesus, what a sweet swing. I mean, and then, you know, of course, with uh, uh, Zanino doing as well as he's doing for Tampa Bay, and it got me to thinking about uh, the, the kid coming back Fabian. next year. Uh, Judd Fabian, and um, I was, you know, it seemed like the year before, his swing was so much more natural, so much easier, so much more regular, and he did so much better. And if he gets back to that, I think his power is there. I don't think he has to swing as hard as he did. Yeah, or, or at least just pull off on the ball. Uh, I mean, I, I think you're half right, Doug. I, I think he has the ability, because of how much power he has, to hit the ball to right center and, and it easily still leave the yard. I think he just got so pull-happy last year that he, he really had a hole in his swing. And it got big, it got a little uppercutty, and he had about a two-week span. And, and I remember, Texas A&M was, was here. And he would just hit the ball into right center gap. And for Cali Lau, kind of the same thing. But then those guys all of a sudden hit one ball and, you know, Fabian hit one out of the stadium, pull it, and he thinks he can do that every single time now. So I think it's just more of, yeah, calming the swing down slightly, but being able to use that natural power to all fields and just letting the ball travel a little bit more than they are. Now, I realize that, that with Sully's recruiting, it's always been wonderful. There, there's been no question about it, but. You know, with the prominence that we're starting to get in Major League Baseball, 
don't you think that that's even going to, if anything, attract even more talent? Yeah, I, w- I would think so. I mean, obviously Florida though already has a name and, and what he's done and all the College World Series and win the national title. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's good to use, especially when you can walk a kid around the, the bottom of the locker room, which is really cool down there, and you see this guy's in the big leagues, this guy's in the big leagues, all their pictures are lining it up, and you know, say, hey, you could be next. I think that's a pretty easy sell. And, I mean, this, this year's class was number one in the country, so they, they've got a lot of studs that, that came in this year, and on next year's group they really like as well. Well, hopefully they can replenish the pitching because uh, yeah. that, that let us doubt this last year without question. Definitely so. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. All right, Doug, thank you. Thanks, Doug. Yep. Appreciate that. Let's get another break. We'll come back and uh, keep it going. You are listening to The Tailgate in our second hour. It is brought to you by Meldon Law. ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM WRUF. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Well, the springtime has certainly been a little different than what we are used to, but hopefully everybody out there has stayed safe and done their best to make sure we get back to normalcy pretty soon. We do still have the opportunity, though, to get out and enjoy that great Florida sunshine. And Played Again Sports is there for all your outdoor needs. That means baseball, softball, golf, water sports, and more. And it's probably a great time to go through the garage, realize your old equipment just won't cut it anymore, and do a little upgrading. And your one-stop shop is a name we all know and love, Play It Again Sports. They've got weights that are great to help us stay in shape while spending so much time at home. And when we're ready to get back baseball and team sports again, well, they've got the latest and greatest baseball and softball bats with the best pop on the planet. And if it's a golf swing that needs work, well, they'll help you with that too. The best brands of clubs in the business. Located on University and 34th Street, it's easy to find. And I'm there quite a bit, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. 
As Gator Athletics get going again in the fall, we all hope to see them at the top of their game, putting up points and getting lots of W's. Well, in order to be their best, they need lots of Z's, and the same can be said for everybody out there listening. Better sleep gets us in a better mood, improves memory, concentration, and productivity. And there's no one better in town at helping us get the best sleep possible than the Sleep Center Superstores in Gainesville. For over a decade now, Brent and the crew have made their customers say, Woohoo! In fact, it's been more than 25 thousand people that sleep better because of the sleep center superstores in Gainesville and you could be next their gigantic Labor Day sale has begun with savings of up to $800 on select adjustable mattresses with the finest materials and memory foam being better during the day starts with being better at night so let the sleep center superstores in Gainesville get you going check them out on Facebook Instagram or online at GainesvilleSleepCenter.com from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Late arriving sea breezes and all this heat and humidity we felt today will lead to some strong, slow-moving storms for your commute in some areas. Generally drifting north to south, highest chances near the I-75 corridor. Localized flooding possible with very heavy rain. The activity winding down by 10 or 11 this evening. Heading into the weekend, higher rain chances, which should take the edge off the heat. From the UF Weather Center, I'm Jeff Hoffman. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I would like to see more movement with baseball. I throw real hard, you swing real hard. And uh, I don't mind if a game is three and a half hours long. If there's excitement, if there's movement there. I think it's just baseball needs to find the coolness factor. Football and basketball have the coolness factor. Baseball's working on that. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'm Mick Hubert, voice of the Gators, and you're listening to The Tailgate on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the flagship of the Florida Gators. Heard from him yesterday. Heard from Greg Knox. As we welcome you all back to the tailgate. And, uh, Greg Knox, man, he's he's got to be feeling good right now, right? I would think so. He's got to be on cloud nine. I mean, not only does he have one of the best running back rooms in the country mm-hmm. and in the SEC, but got Dan Mullen's number one running back on his board for 2022 committed and Terrence Gibbs with the awesome commitment video that he did with me. And then True. he's got uh, Gibson committed for 2024, who just got ranked the number one running back in the nation. Wow. I mean, there was a couple of years ago, everybody wanted Knox Collin because he didn't sign Knox. like a high school recruit for two years in a row. And lo and behold, now he's got a bevy of backs and he's sitting pretty on the recruiting trail. So t- times in the tr- and the tables have turned. Yeah. They, and I, I, I mean, I wish people would get to know these coaches like we have the opportunities to or, or me so even even more I mean Greg Knox is one of the the greatest dudes you'll you'll ever meet I mean just the, the passion that he has and the, the care the knowledge the knowledge is the like, yeah I don't think um like maybe they understand but like how much Dan trust him yeah 
not only to coaches running backs but to evaluate kids yeah. to to uh be able to determine whether or not guys that they're recruiting offensively whether they're fit for his system because he knows it so well he's just like Hevesy and billy in that regard um and obviously he's got the responsibility of coaching the second team or special teams excuse me and um i mean what he's done to contribute from that standpoint he's a very valuable member and and now again i mean you're going to really get to see I, i think what he can do now with the full room and that type of talent and the offense that's going to really allow his position to shine. Yeah. He's doing the special teams too, double double duties. He is. So, you know, really said that obviously they have they know what they're getting in their top 3 returners and um there's going to still be an opportunity for guys like Bowman and Lingard to contribute and and find a way to see the field and make an impact because as he said they're home run hitters. Mhm. And that's kind of what they've, you know, not really had as part of their rushing attack. So, to add that on top of the guys you got coming back, gives you plenty of options and weapons. Certainly does. Let's go back to the phones and get Rick next. Rick, welcome. Hey, what's up, fellas? What's up? Hello, Zach. Hey, long time no talk to you, brother. How you been? Go- doing good, man. Good. How's how's the son doing? Still playing ball? He is. He is. He's uh, getting ready for. Basketball tryouts and you know a little middle school action, and you know. Oh, he'll he'll do well. You know he will. He knows what's up. Dad, no. Dad's a pure athlete, so you got to pick it up. Man, it's, it's just hey, natural. Yeah. The, the kid's been rocking Jordans forever since he was old enough to wear Jordans, so he, he's going to be <laughs> all right. That's right. Hey, the, y'all talking about the running backs and uh, the special teams? That's why I want to ask you. You know, it's funny when Mullen was there with Urban. Special teams was really dynamic. I mean, other than Tony, we really haven't had any special teams. Oh well, they the well they've done they've done a really good job with um you know the fake punts and stuff. Um, that's something that they've had, you know, and at times has been a real real big weapon for them. Obviously, they did it last year against um uh against Kentucky. Well, it wasn't a fake punt. That was that was like a trickeration. But you know, they did it. Uh, I think that season opener against Miami where they called it, um, you know, backed up against our own end zone. And um, so I think, you know, the the kicking and the punting has been really good. Um, they've had their, 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 their moments where they've called some fakes and they've executed them. Um, obviously they've gotten some production from the return or from the punt returners, excuse me, with Tony. The really one thing that they haven't done a lot of is block kicks and they haven't really got a lot from their uh, kickoff returns. So Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, but, but nobody so really does, though, anymore because everybody kicks it into the end zone. And then, yeah. So I, I think that that's really changed the, the entire game. We talk about that during the, the actual football broadcast all the time, Rick. And, you know, I think we're, we're and Mick, Mick and Lee especially doing the game, they're, they're clamoring for the ball to be, you know, put in the end zone and, and to kneel it down because you, you never really get back to the 25-yard line, whatever team it is. Like, that's like the biggest thing for them if – and, and Florida's practiced that. They would try to purposely kick it to about the one, two, three-yard line inside the five somewhere so the team would have to run it out. You'd almost rather than uh, fair catch it because you're not getting back to where you would if, if you fair caught it. Huh. Yeah. I just think we just need to steal some points somewhere here and there in yep. some of these big games. And and special teams is a good place to do it, you know. Even Muschamp ran a fake field goal and got a touchdown on Georgia. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. You know, that's what I'm saying. We got to take some chances here and there. 
that's miles. How many how many fake field goals he beat Florida on? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's in there. They 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 practice them. They'll they'll whip it out when needed. That's what she said. <laughs> All right, I'll take your word for it. All right, Rick. Y'all have a blessed one. Hey, good luck with the trials for your son, Zach. Appreciate it, Rick. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Let's get uh, we got a bunch of R's on the phone. Ryan is next. What's up, Ryan? It's Ron. Oh, Ron. Oh, okay. Still in R. Still R. How are you doing, Ron? Doing fantastic. Hey, you guys were talking about. SEC quarterbacks in the NFL, and you know, recently you're right, there hadn't been a lot of success. But if you go way back, there was a lot of success. Kentucky had Babe Perilli and George Blanda. LSU had Y.A. Tittle and Burt Jones, and Georgia had Fran Tarkenton, Zeke Bratkowski, and Vanderbilt even had Billy Wade that quarterback the '63 Bears to the NFL championship. And Ole Miss had Charlie Connerly, Eli, and Archie, and Tennessee had Peyton. Alabama, if you go way, way back, they had Harry Gilmer, who was a two-way player, and Bart Starr and Ken Stabler. So there's been some SEC quarterbacks, if you go way back, that were very successful. Yeah, no, I mean, that that's good. Um, I think You guys are too young to remember. Yeah, that, that's the hard part. Even even some of those names, you know, I don't think we even recognize. But, yeah, um, yeah, because obviously, you know, it's what, what have you done for me lately kind of uh, society now. So that's that's what you look at, but no, it, it does does sound like there was a lot of success back in the day. There were, and um, you know, it's, it's kind of been a gap. But uh, I just wanted to reminisce a little bit. I'm an old geezer, and I like it. remember a lot of those guys. Well, and that's when uh, obviously that's when you know the quarterback play really kind of flourished and and kind of got taken to the next level mm-hmm. in the league. Yeah, it really did. Thanks, guys. All right, Ron. Appreciate it. Thanks for the uh, reminiscing. Appreciate that. Let's uh, sneak Ramey in here before our last break. Ramey, what's up? Hey, guys. Good to, good to be on. Appreciate it. Hey, I just want to let you know, we were at, my wife and I, at Steve Spurrier's restaurant last Friday celebrating her birthday. And, man, what a fantastic place. He showed up, and I'm sure you guys have heard by now, right? But he actually said he predicted Alabama went over Florida. And the place going, going yep. nuts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just a fantastic experience, man. What a he predicted a Florida win over Alabama, or Alabama win over Florida. No, Florida or Alabama. I oh, all right. Video. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that baby. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Was pretty what did what did it, what did sure. you have? Uh geez, I think my wife and I split. I had the fillet and not the redfish, but I guess it was the mahi, the, the other okay. fish that was on. Yeah, mahi's menu been, been and really like, popular. The short, the short ribs have uh, oh, yeah. been crushing it. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good options on there. Yeah, and I forget what we had for an appetizer, and then she had her, her birthday. Fantastic. And I'm, actually, I've been trying to call up and make a reservation for the 18th because it will be back there for my son's birthday for Alabama game, and I haven't, haven't, haven't been able to get through. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, it's, it's like booked out through like October at, <laughs> at this point. Yeah, I know. Hey, and then tonight when you have Mary Wise on, man, I I think between Spurrier and her, they, they it's, I I pull so hard for her to finally get over the hump and win a mm-hmm. national championship because she has been just dominant and just one of the best, if not the best coaches, one of the best coaches Ford has ever had for sure. So yep. And then lastly, what do you guys think? I haven't heard anybody say this, but what do you think about Bowman being like that, you know, not not anywhere close, but that slot, whatever you call that that, that position where Percy Harvin and Kadarius Tony have played. I mean, he's super fast and great that, skills. That'll be Jacob. Any thoughts on him playing that? 
That'll be Jacob Copeland this season. Oh, okay. I mean, and and they'll 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 work um different guys into the slot depending on the situation and the defense and like kind of who they're using to guard that position. And there may be times where they have like a a bigger guy or like a Trent Whittemore in there even. Um, but no, I, I think if any running back gets used in the slot, it'll probably be Malik Davis. Um, uh, not, not to say that Bowman couldn't do it. I don't doubt that. But um, I think at this point, kind of how camp and spring have gone, that when you're looking for somebody to get featured in Florida's offense in that way this season, like a Tony, the guy that's most likely to be used in that fashion is going to be Copeland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I hadn't heard that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Cause I, I just, I mean, obviously we hadn't seen Bowman playing in college too much, but just all the, the film on him in high school, it seems like he could develop into that type of player as well. And I think you're going to see him, whether it's uh, getting carries uh, when he gets his moments or on kick return that he's one of the guys that they're looking at as the kickoff returner. So, um, no, I, I think that they're going to try and find some way to get his speed, uh, excuse me, his speed on the field. Absolutely. Well, appreciate you guys. Go Gators. Yeah, Remy, thank Thanks you. Again, if you uh, you missed that earlier, Gator Talk will start tonight. McCall Service Gator Talk. I will uh, have the privilege of being there with Coach Spurrier. So if uh, you want the opportunity, if you're getting off work now and you uh, you got nowhere to go, 7 o'clock we will uh, get things going. It'll be up at Visors, which is not open yet to the public so if you get there it will be one of the uh first uh opportunities to to really see that rooftop bar and get to hang out up there and even sample the uh the spurrier beer which mm. uh you got a lager it's, it's called 52 to 20 so there's some uh some really fun stuff that is going on at the restaurant encourage everybody to uh to be there tonight and and be a part of it and then mary will do the uh, the back half of the show so steve spurrier mary wise gator talk tonight at seven o'clock here on the station. We'll take one final break and come back and wrap it up here on WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So much. It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing makes you feel relaxed like you know you're part of the family and that's I want an exceptional work um, that's why I came to exceptional in exceptional dentistry it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here love Dr. Art this is Dr. Kim Mowry and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome we're here for you please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com that's exceptionaldentistry.com 
As a small business owner, you've got aims to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every aim your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other aims, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. Everybody's loving what's going on at International Diamond Center. There's never been a better time to save on fine jewelry. From engagement rings and wedding bands to earrings and pendants. Right now, get IDC's best price. Plus, spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And if you buy now, IDC will even cover your first two payments. It doesn't get any better than this. And IDC selection has never been better. GIA certified diamonds in all shapes and sizes. Thousands of designer engagement rings. Case after case of fashion jewelry from the world's top designers. Pick any item, divide by 36, and that's your payment. And as a bonus, IDC will cover your first two payments. Plus, everything comes with a free lifetime warranty. Or if you prefer, now through August 31st, you can take advantage of huge savings on your wedding bands. You can save 25% right now on all IDC wedding bands. It's IDC's Summer of Savings, a truly extraordinary limited time offer, now through August 31st, and only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point on approved credit. This is Florida Gator head coach Dan Mullen, and you're locked in to Gainesville's only home for the orange and blue. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Welcome back into the tailgate is action. Jeff here wrapping up today's show. 392-8255 is the number to call if you want to hit us up. We've been talking a ton of Florida football, fall camp news, a bunch of storylines heading into the season. Again, we got to hear from John Hebesey and some of the offensive linemen. Today we will get one more media availability with uh, one more assistant coach and the players tomorrow. And then the team will uh, be back in the swamp Sunday for their second scrimmage of preseason camp. And um, we'll see what some of the buzz is coming out of that after all the buzz coming out of the first one was that the defense got the better of the offense. And, you know, some guys in the front seven made plays. You had plays made in the secondary. Um, But some touchdowns thrown as well. It sounded like from asking around that the emphasis on that scrimmage, the first one was in the passing game Mm -hmm. and that they at times or at all the time, I'm not sure kind of wanted Emory and Anthony to stay in the pocket and find the guy. And and like, they weren't allowed to run. They weren't allowed to escape and do some of the stuff that they will do during the season. So yeah, you gotta get better at that. And then that probably presented an opportunity for some of those defensive linemen to get the sacks they did Sure, for the secondary to make some of the picks that they did. Yeah. Um, because maybe they felt like in that first scrimmage we don't need to come out and run with our quarterbacks and run with our five backs and and just run it down the throat because we know what that's going to get for yeah. us. We need to maybe focus on some of the stuff we haven't worked on as much in fall camp. So yeah, completely agree. I mean that's that's why you do that. You, you probably take your thing that you're not the best at, and then you try to get better at it. But then the buzz from camp was like, or comes out as like. Oh, so and so was sacked this many times, and you know 
I was like, well, if he was being made to stay in the pocket, then yeah. that, that probably is a, a reason why. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I, you know, we'll see what, what exactly the focus will be this weekend. Um, but, uh, man, obviously it's, man, one more weekend after this, and it's it's time to, to debut this 21 Florida Gators team. So, uh, yeah. And again, I don't know how much they'll show that first time. No, we only got two minutes left, too, Zach. Or I, or even USF. Yeah, even USF. But you know, I think Richardson will play, and I know they they really like what what he's doing. And remember, you know, for everybody that thinks Emory is going to be the guy, he technically hasn't necessarily been named the starter yet. No. And Mullen has always said that, even from end of last year, when like, asked, we're going to play two guys yeah. next year because so. he feels like I have. Just like I have multiple weapons at wide receiver, and I have multiple weapons at running back, and mm-hmm. I have multiple weapons at tight end, and I play and use all those guys, I view my quarterbacks in the same light, and yep. I'm going to use them in the same way. And maybe you could do it like Spur in that 97 game we were talking about where a guy's on the sideline, you can talk them through a play, yeah. and they don't understand it as good as Kyle did, which I don't think many people in the world should sure, do that. Yeah. That's how great guy. he was at it. But now you have the opportunity to maybe stand there and say, okay, now run in there and go do this. Look, mm-hmm. this is what they're going to do. So I, I think it, it could be very advantageous to be able to showcase both of those guys. But also, you might get a lot of vanilla those first two weeks. Oh, of which, course. you know, a lot of vanilla from this attack and from those quarterbacks might still be a lot for teams like FAU and USF to contain. Sure. So um, a lot to look forward to. We are already looking, looking ahead to week three versus Bama. I think what Gator fan isn't, right? Yeah. So. That we are. Well, thanks for stopping by, dude. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Read his stuff. Gatorsports.com. Playboy.com. I mean, he's all over the place. Just pictures there. Read though. the articles. <laughs> Read right. the articles. Good uh, hearing from everybody. And uh, we'll be back again this season whenever Jeff, Pat, and Amy. And, uh, yes, continue to uh, follow all the coverage as we get ready for this season right around the corner. Yep. For Zach, I am Jeff. We'll wrap up the week tomorrow. Here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 94.1.